0: Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and it is so awesome to have each of you here today. I welcome every dad, every daughter, even every son to this conversation. And as you all know by now, now that we're off and running, we got our rhythm going, you know that the focus of this program is to equip, inspire, inspire, and empower dads to have more proactive and intentional tools in their toolbox for them to take action to connect with their daughter's hearts and even their sons. These tools work both ways. Well, today I've got a special treat for you. We have a guest in studio. This is a former ABBA Project dad, a dad who two years ago I met for the first time, who has put into action the heart goals that he has for his relationship with his daughter. And I want to welcome you. This is Alfonso Pabonita. Welcome today, Alf.
1: Thanks, Michelle. It's good to be here.
0: Well, it's, it's such an honor to have you here. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule as a computer software guy and a guitar teacher. You've, <laughs> you've got the right and the left brain going, don't you? Yeah, a little
1: bit, a little bit. <laughs>
0: so, well, today, as you guys know, every week, the format is On Your Mark, Get Set, Go. So, On Your Mark is always the title. So, the title of today's interaction is A Father's Heart, How One Dad Never Gave Up. Get set, this is going to be Alf giving you his story, giving you even some things where he's blown it, where he's gotten it right. How he's, would you say learn the hard way?
1: Learn the hard way. Learn the hard That's way. That's verbatim.
0: And I know that by the end of this, you are going to feel like Alf is your new best friend <laughs> because he's been in the trenches and he hasn't given up. So, Alf, I have such respect thank for you. the dad you are, which is why you are my first guest on my program. So, thank you for being here. Okay, well, Alf, tell our listeners a little bit about you. You're a father to three kids. Tell us about them.
1: Yep, so I have three kids. My daughter being the eldest, uh-huh. she's a uh, 22. Uh, my son, he's a junior in college. He's a uh, 20, and then my youngest, uh, Benny, he's a sophomore in high school. Just turned 16. Okay. Milestone.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, hence a few gray hairs with kids yeah. at this age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're being, kind. you're being kind. So, tell tell us a little bit about how you ended up finding a out about the ABBA project.
1: It was a little bit of a fluke. I remember just watching television as I usually do at the end of the day. And uh, yours truly, Michelle, (laughs) Dr. Michelle Watson came on the line. And it wasn't as if I was looking for something specific, uh, but uh, it was unique. It was something different. I had never seen it before. And I thought, well, gosh, I, I, I was up until this point, I had the challenges up and down with my daughter. I thought, well, let's give it a shot. What have I got to lose?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember that. KGW did a story a couple years ago for Father's Day, and you contacted me right after that and, and said, I want, I want to just find out about this. And, and I think, again, I'm applauding what you did as a dad that said, I'm open to learning, right. and I'm ready to jump in the deep end. All out of what? Love for my daughter, who was what age at the time? 19, oh, 19 or, yeah, yes, that's right. maybe at the time. Right. And so, I think a, a part of this, in case some of you dads are saying, what is the ABBA project? It's just a group, not just, but it is a group that I lead for dads of daughters between September and May each year to help equip them to put their heart goals into action and in pursuing their daughter's hearts. And I just want to have a little caveat here today at the front end and say, I'm not trying to market the group here. That just happens to be how Alf and I met. And Dads, you can. You don't have to be a part of my group to do the things that Alf's going to talk about today. Is that right?
1: That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. And
0: yet, that is a forum for getting more equipped as a dad, or they can even read my book and or do none of that and just listen to our story and your story today. So you wanted to quit, Alf? I remember that after the second group. You remember that? I do. Tell everybody why you wanted to quit.
1: Well, you know, is listening to all the positive stories that were coming across, genuine positive stories from the fathers. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, well 15 in the group? I think about 12, okay. yeah. And um, I, I I, felt so bad because I couldn't tell a positive story. Uh-huh. Even talking about it now, I get a little emotional. Mm. And I remember driving home and I was literally just crying. I thought, you know, that's it. I, I can't do this. I literally can't do this.
0: Yeah. And you wrote me and told me that.
1: I did. I remember you sent an email. Couldn't
0: even tell me in person. You said, yeah. I don't think I can do the group right. anymore. Yeah. And what kept you in? What, what kept you coming back?
1: Yeah. So you... You have these, or the ABBA Project has these questionnaires up the wazoo, (laughs) and uh, they're so beneficial. I mean, as you're doing them, you think, oh, not another questionnaire. But I sent it off to my daughter, and uh, (laughs) excuse me, Hmm. I was moved. She actually sent something back. It wasn't complete. But I um it was a start, wasn't it? It was. And I thought, wow, this is the sort of the sign I was looking for for uh-huh. lack of a better explanation. And uh, it was the participation on her part that really said, Okay, I'm giving it a go.
0: Yeah, is it fair to say that prior to that there had been a, a real absence of communication and connection?
1: Yeah, that's a fair statement.
0: Yeah. That's so I think thing. for any dads today that are saying, you know, the bridge is bombed out between me and my daughter. I feel like you know, well, there it is. That's 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 where it's at. What would you say to those dads, Alf?
1: Yeah, I'd say just keep going. Yeah. You gotta have faith and just keep going. Don't give up. But don't give up.
0: Yeah, keep pursuing because what it sounds like you got was a little light. There was a little that's light, right. it was off in the distance, but that's you right. got something back right. when you pursued her heart. So you know, I love that you're honest, that you're real, because I think so often guys are competitive and you're in a group with other guys. Yeah. Again, I use that metaphor of the lineup, right? Yeah. Like guys are ready to run a race and everybody's sizing everybody else up. That's and,
1: very true. Right. That's and going, true.
0: how do I compare? And I don't want to come across as what? A failure. That's right. And look like a fool right. or a failure in right. front of other men. That's right. What did you discover when you stood with a band of brothers or kind of stood in the lineup and ran?
1: Well, that's a uh, that's hard to answer because I was at the time it was challenging to say, you know, what you just said, really, just from the standpoint of, okay, um, am I going to give this shot and give it a go, or what, what am I going to yeah. do here? And yeah. and I didn't know these guys at all, right? So, and even some of the comments they made afterwards or during that one session is, boy, Alf, you're you're revealing a lot up front,
0: uh-huh, and that
1: was scary. Oh gosh, I've said too much.
0: Whereas. Really? I mean, because, you know, I'm from Venus, you're from Mars. That's right. What, what that felt like to me, because I was there that night, is yeah. that they were actually affirming you. Yes. Weren't they? They mm-hmm. were saying, thank you for being the first one to take your mask off and be real, which, let's be honest, <laughs> yeah. isn't always a forte for men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's for sure. and I don't say that as a criticism, just more as a reality. That's right. So if you kind of like were to look back and say, what did you learn about yourself? Like even this process by hanging in there?
1: Um, and not quitting. Yeah, it, it, I'm reminded that that phrase. But uh, patience is a virtue, um, right? And I know it sounds like a cliche, but you need to be hopeful, and yeah. you need to take your time and and give yourself that uh, that permission to say, you know what, it's going to take a while. Just be patient with your with the process.
0: And it sounds too. Let me ask this: Was it about saying I don't have to be perfect?
1: Yeah. You know, right. I just
0: need to go. I just that's need right. to hang in there because they're, my daughter didn't come with a playbook. I would say, but you're going to write one. <laughs> yeah, And so good, it's yeah. a little bit harder when men don't have that in their hands, but it's that you just kept going. So, Alpha, like just looking back, how would you describe yourself as a, as a father looking at the last couple decades?
1: You, you know, so that's a very good question. I, I'll, I'll tell you, it, it was um, throughout these past, I don't know, 20 years, it's always been uh, for me, asking questions, always mm. ask questions in terms of my fathering, uh, my parenting capabilities. you know, my actions were always driven by anger and and being impatient. Mm. But I always asked myself, you know wh- wh- why am I doing that? And it was really my rationale was, well, that's the way my parents raised me and I, I guess I turned out okay, at least I thought I did.
0: Uh-huh. yeah, so w- when you look back, you know obviously you have two sons and a daughter, what impact would you say fathering a daughter has had on you personally in contrast to being a father to two sons?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a tough question to answer mm. because it's uh it's really revealing a lot of stuff that I'm not willing to admit or at least back then I wasn't willing to admit to myself mm. namely that I was considered myself a kind and caring person uh and in reality maybe not so much. And that was the the revelation or admitting to myself that um I wasn't, again, as caring, kind and caring as I thought I thought I was.
0: So it sounds... See, I always say men read lines, women read between lines. Uh-huh. So if I'm hearing between your lines, are you saying that being a parent, being a father to a daughter required a different skill set
1: oh, than it yes,
0: did for your sons?
1: Absolutely. And
0: it took you into a place of discomfort?
1: Oh, yeah, it still to does. To say the least, it still does.
0: <laughs> right? And I think you you are are really a champion here of saying to, to dads everywhere. It's okay to not know it all. That's and right. Not know how to do it because you're right. You're not going to have an inbred skill set.
1: That's right. There's no manual. To speak Venusian. That's right.
0: You know, when, when men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Right. So are there is, we're just talking about you, like looking back over the last couple decades, is there anything that you wish you would have done differently with your daughter now that she's in her twenties as you look back?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yes, <laughs> I've I, I probably been more involved parent. And I, I say actively involved because it wasn't as if I wasn't going to her. Uh, she She's an artist um, mm. her or musical or school events. I was there, but that's it. I was yeah. just there. Yeah. I wasn't actively participating. Wow. Yeah.
0: You were just there. That's right. Which Which I honestly would say is better than a lot of dads, right? You were there, you showed up. So when you think about even the process of nine months in the Abba project, what impact did that have on your heart space or in that way of saying "I can't just sit here I've got to step it up a notch
1: yeah it was it, it was building building awareness uh-huh. it was really building awareness you know you can say the words you can walk the walk or talk the talk, but unless you're actively and consciously thinking about yeah. the process as opposed to just being an observer these the, 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 the that nine months was so impactful to me. It wow. made me think. And that was really the bottom line. It made me think.
0: Made you think. Right? That's awesome. Well, if you're just joining us right now, welcome to The Dad Whisper. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, your host. And today in the studio, we have got an awesome guest, Alfonso Pabinito, who is a former ABBA Project dad. He's now one of the graduates. And he is a dad who has walked a really tough journey in pursuing his daughter's heart because prior to the ABBA project, when he joined this nine month dad's group, he had, would you say a bombed out relationship with your daughter or that the bridge was a little bit weak, not bombed out?
1: I'd say in between. In between. between, Yeah. But
0: saying, I've got to do something because I think what I want to highlight too, Alf, is that even though your daughter was 19 at the time and had headed off to college, I think a lot of dads might say, you know what? I launched her she's in an adult, you know, she's in her adult stage of life. I'm done fathering her, but you did not do that. You said, Nope, I have got to do something to strengthen the bond between us.
1: That's right. That's exactly right.
0: And that's why I wanted to have you here today to share that story with other people. You okay if I ask you a few more questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, let's keep the conversation going. So back to the ABBA project, I'd love to hear what your wife thought. Like you've talked about changes in you, more patient, more awareness that you've thought and been more intentional about how you were interacting with your daughter. But I'd love to hear, did you get any feedback from your wife or your sons?
1: <laughs> I did. So you got to know my wife, she's the stable Mabel of the family. <laughs> so sometimes her explanations or, or answers to my questions can be very uh, monotone in nature. So here was her, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting this. She says, gosh, Alf, uh, you're more even keeled now
0: Dad, you're more even keel. That was it. Oh, your wife, your wife, wife yeah, Alf, you're more even keel.
1: Yeah, and that was really the extent of what my son said, too. He says, Dad, you're different. You're a different Uh dad now. And even talking about that, excuse me, Mm -hmm. I remember having to leave the room when my son had said that, and I went to my own special place, and again... Again, I'm, I'm I'm in touch with my feminine side, I guess, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> I literally just cried because that was the uh, affirmation. Can I, just,
0: can I interrupt you and say, yeah. I wish more dads would see that as a positive when they tear <laughs> up because the truth is, how connected are you right now to your heart?
1: Yeah, well, big time, big time connected.
0: And when dads talk about their kids and especially their daughters, their hearts open up in a way that I believe is them being fully masculine. Yeah. Because, right, God didn't say, okay, men get, get head you know, knowledge and women get all the heart jobs and the heart. <laughs> but, but I just want to affirm you in your masculinity and say, dads, when you connect with your emotional heart space, you are going to better connect with your daughters and your sons.
1: That's true. That's very true.
0: So your son said, dad, we like this new you. Yeah, he did. And what was it that they saw in you that was different?
1: Well, it was, it was night and day. There was instances, my, so my my son, my youngest son, he's uh, quite the athlete, mm-hmm. and so was I back in the day many years ago, but he would he would typically go to my wife asking questions in general, whether it came to sports, school, or what have you, yeah and he's come to me asking questions about uh, athletics, he's come to me asking about certain things where typically in the past I'd say, go Google it or go ask your mom. Oh. So it's a proactive stance on my son's standpoint that's wow. been a revelation for me.
0: So could you just... Share what were some of the things, Alf, that you did in the nine months of the ABBA project that yielded a positive overall? Because it was hard, too. You didn't always get a positive response or, or an immediate one from your daughter when she was away at college. What, what did you do as a dad during those nine months to pursue her heart?
1: Well, I'll tell you the one thing. Uh, I've seen, I think we've repeated this off and on, at least during the session, was I, I literally just let go my anger. Oh. I literally said, that's it. I made a conscious effort. And don't get me wrong, there's instances where the aggravation and other things, yeah. whether this is related to the, my daughter or my family in general, it's still there, but I've let it go. I yeah. literally said, you know what? That's it. I'm done with it. And I and I, and because of that conscious effort, I make decisions or strategically move in a direction where I'm thinking, nope, let's move in a different direction.
0: So I, I remember you saying that because Claire wasn't originally writing you back right away, and Remember how hard that was? Because you're like, I'm pursuing her, and she's not responding. That's right. And I'm knocking on the door, and she ain't answering. Yeah. And I think a lot of men just shut down and go, you know what? I'm done. It isn't even worth it. If you don't want a relationship with me, screw it, right? That's right. How did you not give up?
1: It it was really glimpses, little lights at the end of the tunnel, as you put it. Uh I remember there, again, she would respond, she responded to those questionnaires and she responded thinking them through. It wasn't as she'd say oh. yes to no in brief sentences, she really thought them through. There were, I, How many questions we have at times like 20, 30 plus. And she didn't necessarily answer them all, yeah. but the ones she answered, they were well thought out. So, and
0: what did that give you?
1: Oh my gosh. It was a wonderful feeling. It, uh, so, so all that, all that uh, unresponsiveness, timely unresponsiveness. Yeah. Um, and when she at the last minute, it was like the night before. Yeah. Uh, or maybe that night we were going, I'd get it. And I'm going, oh my gosh, she sent something. Wow. Uh, that's it. it all all the, the, the angst that I feel was gone in an instant. Wow. It was incredible.
0: And you also got information. So you got to know more about what she yes. was thinking, right. what she was needing, what she was feeling. Was there any time in anything that she shared with you, Alf, where, where you had to make amends? Or own anything? Or did that not really
1: come up? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, generally speaking, the things that she would talk about were anger-related. Yeah. Being frustrated with me growing up. And uh, she she hasn't said the words necessarily outright, but her actions say that I've changed for and the better.
0: how did you not get defensive then when she was, you know, she's talking to you about your anger. And I think it can be easy to get defensive and say, well, here's what I meant. Or you didn't do your part. Or, hey, it takes two to tango here, buddy. Well, girly girl. <laughs> yeah. uh, how did you have ears to hear that? Ways that you'd hurt her?
1: Yeah, it was through this program. It was really just saying, you know what? She, she is talking to me. Yeah. That was really the bind. She's talking to me. And that's the signs I needed to so, say, you know what? It's she's, she, that's her way of meeting me halfway. Wow. And I thought that's it. I I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. And even after the program, it's just been, it's been a good experience.
0: Isn't that cool? So you've walked it out. Yeah. For another year and a half. So You've highlighted this I, this concept of anger and that you would have angst and get frustrated really easy with your kids. What impact did that have on Claire?
1: Oh my gosh, she shut down. Uh-huh. She she stopped. We used to go to these bicycle rides. She would ask me, and this was probably in her high school years, I'd say probably her freshman sophomore year, it stopped. One day it just stopped. Stopped asking? She stopped asking. Uh-huh. And I didn't ask either. Uh-huh. And Looking back, I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, what what a wasted opportunity!" And to this day, I think, "Oh, you know, twenty twenty hindsight." But the yeah. bottom line is, uh, she shut down. There was no communication because
0: of your anger,
1: right? She had enough. She uh-huh. said, "That's it, I'm done. I'm done."
0: And yet, I I, I want to highlight something here that oftentimes the like like you almost think of it as a drawbridge going into a castle. That the the drawbridge goes back up, and a daughter says, "Close for business. Right. I'm shut down." Yet, what have you discovered in your relationship with your daughter about that, like, was it forever closed? You might have thought it was a few years ago. What did you discover about that drawbridge of her heart?
1: That it, it goes down from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I need to be patient. Uh, it, it's, not, it's never quick enough. It's never enough, and it's never quick enough. But the bottom line, it happens. It yeah. may not have been fast enough for me, yeah. but it happens. It truly happens.
0: So I remember you sharing a story about even going back to New York where she was going to school and, and showing up in her world to see where she was living. And she invited you in. You remember yeah, that? I do. What do you believe let her, like, again, open the door of her heart to you at that point?
1: There's a, a, a number of things, but I'll tell you one, one specific instance was, remember how you told us to write a card? Yeah. Make sure you write it out. And it's gotta be yeah, genuine. In your handwriting. In your handwriting, right. Don't type it out or do whatever. And I remember going into her apartment and she was doing some other event or something, and I was laying in her bed and there was she was tucked in the corner. Because she was away, so you was just having away. a nap. That's right. Just chilling. That's exactly yeah. what I was. I was tired. <laughs> and uh tucked in her dresser mirror was the card I gave her. Wow. And I go, Oh my god, I walk I, I literally even though I was tired, I got up and I, I pulled my wife in. I go, Look, look at that. Wow! And uh, I let I told her to leave the room so I could cry again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! You had no idea, no idea. Not only that she'd saved it, but what, but it was in a place of prominence. That's oh, right. What a beautiful yeah. story. And let me just ask you another question, kind of in light of that, and we're we're kind of get close to, getting close to land on the plane. But what would the Alf now tell the Alf? You know, two years ago, five years ago, about the importance of dialing into your daughter?
1: Yeah. Uh that's it. Literally saying, you know, Alf, you gotta let it go. Let your anger go. And I we say this over and over throughout this program here, but yeah. Uh, and being patient with the process. Yeah. It's gonna work out. It yeah. will.
0: Yeah. Be patient with the process. Don't stop. And what have you noticed in your daughter as a result of the last couple of years of you being more intentional, patient, consistent in pursuing her?
1: The the uh, still not fast enough, but she responds. She literally responds where uh, that's awesome this uh, this undying need for me to just on a daily almost a minute wow. basis trying to tell her contact me or what have you It's now saying, you know what I know she will just be patient
0: so you text, you call right. you email right any way to connect with her that's right so. Let me ask you one final question, and sure. then we'll, we'll do the go part, because okay. I've asked Alf to come today with a couple action steps for you guys, because that's what this is about. On your market, set, go. We've got to have a go piece. What would you tell any other dads today, Alf, who maybe don't want to look within themselves and change anything about them? What would you tell them today?
1: I'd say up until this point, has anything worked? Yeah. What you're doing or, or lack thereof, it's not working for whatever, whatever reason. You got to give this process a chance. You got to give yourself permission. You know what? Nothing's worked up to this point. I'm going to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, that is that is awesome. From one dad to another. Today, the on your mark. The title is "A Father's Heart: How One Dad Never Gave Up." I'm interviewing Alf Benito, and he's here today sharing his story about he didn't how he didn't give up on his 19 year old daughter who's now in her early 20s, saying it's never too late, Dad, to step up to the plate and dial into your daughter's heart. On your mark. is is the title, On Your uh, Father's Heart, right? How one Dad Never Gave Up, Get Set. We've talked today about some ways that Alf pursued her heart, and now we're gonna end with a go piece, an action step between today and next Monday where you dads can follow what Alf has done to reach his daughter's heart. He has a couple of ideas for you. On your mark set, go, Cheryl. Yeah.
1: So one is these, remember as a little kid, you have those little pop-up books. Uh, this is called a pop-up card. Mm. It's rather unique. It's the average price, 10 to $15. And I'm not plugging this, but lovepop, lovepopcards.com is the name mm. of the website. But they have these variety of cards that literally have a pop-up like scene. Like a 3D? That's right, yeah. Ah. And I sent her one that's a campsite. That, has, uh, that reminds me of when we were camping as little kids. And again, a handwritten note that's enclosed. That's uh, That's been very good. So moving. you
0: order it online at lovepopcards.com. Yes, that's right. And then they send it to you. That's you right. You design it online? They have
1: a few to pick from? You have a, a, quite an inventory to pick from.
0: And what kind of a response did you get from Claire when you sent that to her?
1: <laughs> Nothing yet. <laughs> okay. It's only been a few weeks. She's in the midst of moving to this new apartment. And uh-huh. again, it's that patience thing we were talking about. She will. She will. But see,
0: I love that. Look at how you've got faith that she will, because you've tested it now and said, "I've got to be patient with her." That's right. It's on her schedule, not my demands. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Right. And that you're saying, but I'm not giving up. Yeah. And I'm looking for creative ways, right, to reach her heart. Yeah. Okay. So if some of you guys say, okay, I don't want to spend ten or fifteen dollars, but let's be honest. We all put our money where our mouth is <laughs> and where our heart is, right? Where your yeah. treasure is, there your heart will be. So we put our money, our treasure, where our heart is. So I'm saying, dads, if you've got 10 or $15, don't get a couple lattes this week and do a <laughs> car to your daughter instead. But let's, let me have you give one more idea that you've thought of that's an action step this week that dads could do that maybe doesn't cost anything other than something that's a cost to you. In yeah. your heart space, not monetarily.
1: Right. And this was really outside of my comfort zone. I'm not a PDA kind of guy, public display of affection. And at a wedding about a month ago, uh, I reached for my daughter's hand. We were sitting in the uh-huh. reception area, and I just reached for her hand, and she let me do that.
0: And that wasn't something you'd done
1: before? Never, ever. And I held it, not for a long time, but I held it, and we we didn't even look at each other. It was just a matter of holding that, that touch, that power of touch. Yeah. It was incredible. It didn't cost me anything, but my nerve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know and again what I what I love that we're ending with this is that you said I'm uncomfortable with a public display of affection but my heart like you had the thought it crossed your mind and you did it you didn't talk yourself out of it you said I'm going to reach over and touch my daughter's hand because I think daughters need safe touch like that from their dads in a way that right. lets them know my dad is right here with me and that outward right display of That's affection right kind of really said a lot, didn't it, from your heart? It did. I'm right here for you, yeah. honey, and I love you. Yeah. So, while Alf, it has been such an honor to have you here today. Thank I've you. loved having you in the studio. Thank you for sharing your story, for being here, and hopefully, I believe, inspiring other dads to follow your lead in never giving up in pursuing their daughter's heart. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer. Thank you for joining me and Alf today, and I just... Hope you have a great week. Pray you have a great week. Get out there, dads. Take action to pursue your daughter's hearts. Go, dad.